yes, welcome back, Looney listeners. This is a bonus episode for you. It's dropping shortly after we actually dropped episode 148. So um, I don't want to take any anything away from that awesome episode I had Moon Min on. So go check it out, episode 148. It's out now. But I thought I'd just um, drop a, a short bonus episode, kind of like a reaction episode, uh, to Avengers 33 because um, we weren't able to talk about it. It wasn't released at the time of recording when we did 148. So this is going to be a quick one. It's going to be very loose. You can probably hear some background noise. I'm doing this on the fly. And what I want to do is just give my initial impressions, but just go through some of the loony feedback, um, what everyone's thinking about this uh, this uh, issue. And we'll do an official review. We'll record it this coming weekend. Uh, for release next uh, Wednesday or Thursday for you. Um, so, of course, if you have any more feedback, please send it in. Uh, I'm going to nab uh, what's been dropped already. I've got a few um, audio feedback messages, which is great. So let's get cracking. First off, Avengers 33, my initial thoughts was and actually, sorry, loonies, this will be spoiler-filled. So please, if you haven't read issue 33, please do so because I'll be talking freely about it as as will the uh, the feedback involved. So anyway, I thought it was a really cool uh, issue. I, I loved it. It was very quick for me because there was a lot of action, so it just felt like I burnt through the issue. Um, it, was, it was great to see. Uh, it seemed a little too quick. For pace, um, but I, I can I can see where Jason Aaron is going. He kind of wants to set it up quickly, and, and I think he's got a substantial story behind it. But he's set all the pieces in motion. Basically, Mooney has gone and tried to absorb most of the Avengers, um, the big hitters, or the Avengers that were tied to uh, the Avengers One Million BC. So you have the likes of uh, Iron Fist, Doctor Strange, Black Panther. Uh, there's Starbrand, um, who else? Did, there's Thor as well, uh, and the Phoenix and Ghost Rider. So all of those uh, magical figures, um, they've been around since apparently a billion, um, a million, sorry, BC. But um, the descendants or the the people that have taken over the powers, like Danny Rand and, and Stephen Strange, um, are, are now those heroes. But anyway, Mooney's gone and he's. He's battled them, most of them. Can't get T'Challa's, can't get the Phoenixes or Starbrand. Still looking for it. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I thought it was really cool. It, um, it set things up quite nicely, and many set pieces can be boring. Uh, this was great because it was filled with, with stuff. So anyway, that's enough of my thoughts because obviously there's going to be more to it when I read these out. So um, got a substantial amount of feedback from our spoiler thread in our um, Facebook group and our Facebook page. So if, you, if you're not a member, uh, please think about joining. It's great. There's so many loonies in there, loonies being the Moon Knight fans. Uh, it's really fun to interact. So let's kick off. Um, Victor, here's a great one to start with. I uh, hope I don't butcher your name here, my good sir. Victor Lewandowski, he, uh, he says, See, Kate, that's how you do a Moon Knight and Mjolnir moment. Um, so that was pretty cool. Uh, alluding to the Damnation event, which had a, for me, a very piss poor Moon Knight. Uh, Jason Aaron's done it now with Moon Knight, and this big thing, it's a big talking point. Mjolnir um, actually made out of uh, an old, old, old moon, Moon Rock. Uh, so Moon Knight is actually able to control it, and he uses it to, to dispose of Thor 
along with a couple of hundred moons that he just collides into Thor. So um, very massive, colossal battle there. Moon Knight, the victor. He he. Uh, but thank you, Victor. Yeah, it was. Um, oh, Victor, Victor. Uh, <laughs> that, that was definitely a moment, and I very much preferred this over the Donny Cates. Uh, Billy Brooks says, "Did Aaron just retcon Uru?" And yeah, I believe he. I believe he did. Um, I haven't got my handbook or anything of Thor and the Uru Hammer Mjolnir, um, a dead star. I mean that that was what it was. Um, how it's described in the MCU, I think it's pretty much about the same in, in comics. Uh, but I think Aaron's actually kind of you know twisted and manipulated it a bit to to make it an old moon. Um, so yeah, could could well have. Um, but thank you, Billy. Billy. Um, uh, a regular loony contributor. It's great to hear from you. Now we have a big one here from Gabby. Gabby, hailing from the island of the friendliest people in the world, the Philippines. I love it. If you don't know, I have a Filipino background myself. Anyway, Gabby says, this. since this ended up super long, my, and I'm not sure what that is, Gabby, you'll have to let me know, TLDR is. I think this is your, your comments. <laughs> I'm met on power, mystical Moon Knight, but I'm enjoying how serious he's being portrayed for once outside his solo. Let's hope the next one is good. I have to say that the first page kind of made, us, made me uneasy. Not of the comic proper, but the one with character introductions. I know that he's explicitly had powers in the past, including very recently post-Serpent War, which I think is what this is tied into. Um him having a sliver of the moon or a sliver of Conchu's power, but I personally prefer it when Moon Knight is just a dude. Similarly, I'm a big fan of the Conchu questions and of the the question of Conchu's ambiguity. I think um, think Menchron, leaning towards Conchu probably not being an actual figure with godlike powers if the question even needs to be addressed. So Conchu being the one uh, to instill Mark with powers is not exactly my jam. I'm probably in the minority here, though. Uh, and her next point, I am half discomforted and half intrigued by the fact that Moon Knight is explicitly praying to Conchu. He's never done that before, to the best of my knowledge, but who knows? Maybe whatever Conchu said to Moon Knight to get him to go along with the plan was really that convincing. Um, Gabby goes on to say, The line for the speed of the moon orbiting around me made me laugh. Uh, I wonder why uh, there, Gabby. Uh, please let me know. Uh, reminded me of that one... Oh, here we go. Reminded me of that one West Coast Avengers issue. Uh, I also have a soft spot for laid-back rich dork Danny Rand. Me too. I like the Iron Fist. So I'm pretty super uh, happy that his cameo in this book... Oh, that he has a cameo in this book. And the way he's written, uh, what little there is. I was super apprehensive of how Mark would answer Danny's I-can-help-you-mentally um, ill-man speech spiel. And I have to say, I was shocked at first with how he responded. Upon a second reading, though, I think I like it. The glimpse of a serious, self-aware, self-assured Moon Knight that I think uh, is a nice progression from, say, the Lemire run. And everyone in this group who knows me knows that I've been craving for that uh, for a very, very long time. Despite my apprehensions with the very idea of this event I put above. Yeah, I mean, um, Moon Knight is very much driven... Uh, you could almost say it's very similar to... I mean, he's got many identities. Mr. Knight in the Ellis run. Very different way he behaves. Very confident, very self-assured, um, very deadly. And and this is, to me, it's very similar to that. Uh, Gabby has a few more points here. I never knew Doctor Strange was on first-name terms with Mark. I wonder when that was. Uh, maybe, possibly... I'll have to check the, the Doug Mentoron with um, Doctor Strange... 
uh, in the Moon Knight, sorry, series, Volume 1 with Doctor Strange. Maybe that has it. Um, I laughed again with the the smell of high-octane vengeance line. <laughs> delicious, delicious comic books. In all seriousness, seriousness, though, Moon Knight cursing himself for how good it feels to hold such power, presumably, presumably really makes me wonder how much he believes in his cause right now. Yeah, I mean, that's a, um, that's a good point. There's a lot of dialogue or monologue during the whole issue, uh, and there certainly seems to be some conflict within. So whether that's just Aaron depicting Moon Knight's identities or there's something more, um, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Full disclosure, I'm not a big Thor fan in the slightest, so seeing him get beat up by the combined weight of like a million moons was rather enjoyable for me. Still, I am not the biggest advocate of Mjolnir being made of moon rock. Was this ever foreshadowed? And the whole summoning moon thing once again brings me back to that one West Coast Avenger issue where Mooney draws on the power of the thousand of moon thousand moons um, that just happen to be in that particular dimension. Uh, yeah, so this is a big big talking point. Um, the moon rock. I don't know. We, I guess we'll see. I, I kind of like it. I dig it. Um, it certainly does make. Mjolnir a lot more intimately connected to Moon Knight, whether or not he continues to be able to do this. Look, I reckon Moon Knight's going to be powered down after a while. Um, he's kind of like a, a literal, like even a, a, a vessel to conjure, even more so than just being an avatar now. That's what, how I see it. Um, but I think once he does this miraculous event to save the universe and humanity, um, he might be powered down a little. Anyway, the ending where Mark, Stephen and Jake all get narration time, though, I loved it. It also makes me wonder if the previous narration was Mark the whole time or if they sneakily put in some Stephen Jake in there. And Concha looks cool, too. That last page is a brilliant last page. I love it. Garon draws the hell out of Conchu. Um, I absolutely love it as well. Gabby, thank you. And Gabby caps off it with, um, who is the devil? Now, I responded to Gabby. I said it was Mephisto or Mephistopheles. But I retract that statement. I reckon it's the worm. If, if you look at the Serpent War arc, um, and there's a Serpent Crown, um, and we all know that Set and Moon Knight and, and everyone, they were all actually fighting the worm. It's this kind of more evil entity that um, brings Set and Konshu together. I reckon the big force that Konshu wants to fight is the worm. It's out there somewhere. There's a worm crown as well. <clears throat> it might it might tie into that. Anyway, that's my that's my take on it. Thank you so much there, Gabby. That was an amazing amount of feedback there. Um, next one from Jordan Hegarty, a fellow Petruni. Um, hey ho, Jordan. <laughs> and Jordan just says he's going to pick it up this weekend, and he hopes. I can't believe he's. Uh, can't believe we had to wait so long jordan i hope you've read it by now i hope you're listening um you know hey who <laughs> to you i don't know why i'm saying <laughs> i'm trying to say word but you know i'm not cool enough i'm not american enough to do that um so hey how, how are you going <laughs> uh but yeah um nice hope you've read it now jordan <clears throat> steven yep no says it's interesting to see moon knight take down all the avengers so easily like, how powerful is Konshu anyway? I enjoy the direction that Moon Knight is going in for this story, a great way to formally get himself introduced, reintroduced into the Marvel Universe. Uh, thank you, Stephen. Yeah, it is um, it is a question, isn't it? I mean, Konshu seems quite powerful. I responded to you in this post, and I don't know, it's really weird. It depends on how they take Egyptian mythology. Um, for all intents, it seems that the Greek and Norse mythology seem to be the top tier, like you've got your Thor and your Hercules. Um but if Conchu um, 
if Conchu is as powerful as say Odin, then of course he can he can do the stuff. He can beat like Thor and the likes of the Avengers, or if he's Zeus. So, um, but the thing that kind of makes me wonder is that Conchu isn't top tier Egyptian mythological god. You know, um, it's Amun Ra um, typically, or, or just Ra. Um, which is like the the huge god. Conchu um, is just really a small bit deity. So I don't know if Conchu is on par with Zeus and Odin. You know who knows how powerful Amun Ra or Ra is. Um, so anyway, it, it'll be interesting to see. At the moment, Conchu seems pretty bloody powerful, and it is a good way to get to get Mooney back into the universe, isn't it? Something different. Um, I, I'm really loving it. So. Um, Brian Bazool, uh, just he just uh, sent a gift with uh, a whole crowd just waving up ten. So I, I think that sums up his um, his views on the first issue, which um, similar to mine is is very very positive. Uh, now I might then just jump. We've got some more feedback there, but I'm going to break it up a bit. Might put on our first bit of vocal feedback here. Uh, and this one comes from Derek O'Neill, um, a, a good friend and uh, one of the hosts and a producer of TV Podcast Industries. Um, love these guys over there. They do awesome work. They're currently doing uh, a review on Penny Dreadful City of Angels. Go check it out. Go check the show. The show is phenomenal. Anyway, here's what Derek had to say. Hi, Ray, the High Priest of Kachu and all the Luli listeners. This is Derek from TV Podcast Industries. Just finished reading Avengers 33 and wanted to send in my thoughts about the beginning of the Age of Kanshu. Uh, really liked this issue. What a great choice of the first couple of characters to get in. Some of my favourites with uh, Iron Fist and Doctor Strange particularly uh, getting their fight on with uh, with Kanshu or with Mark Spector or with Moon Knight. Uh, very cool uh, idea to take all of those things and all those elements of the Moon Knight character and kind of give them a little spin in this issue. Uh, also love when Marvel does this, when they look back at something like Mjolnir and see uh, change the original origin of it or the origin that we've all known for many, many years and give it a little spin to twist it into the the idea of Moon Knight being able to control it. That was a cool uh, little fight there with Thor. Uh, lots of uh, questions at the end of this issue, um, but that's the great way to set up, I suppose, a, a new arc, our new storyline for um, Kanshu and for Moon Knight, um, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, really excited to see what how this event plays out, and hopefully that means we're going to get a brand new Moon Knight book once this is all over. Uh, but yeah, ultra-powered Moon Knight is someone not to mess with. Very cool. Hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did. Uh, talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you, Derek. That was awesome. Um, thanks for that bit of feedback. I, I had to kind of have a little chuckle here, Derek, when you did mention it. Um, it, it seemed like you're a glutton for punishment, um, the way that you just said, you know, um, some of your favourite characters. I enjoyed seeing my favourite characters get beaten to a pulp. <laughs> so, um, look, I certainly love the likes of Iron Fist and Doctor Strange as well. Um, Black Panther Thor, I really like. Anything with gods and mythology, I, I really do like. Um, so, yeah, but it's very inter- It's really cool to see Moon Knight um, play amongst them uh, because he's been, you know, depicted, and rightly so, as a street level for so long. That was that was his thing. Um, Aaron's kind of turned it on its head and he's, um, he's now mixing it with the cosmic and the, the big hitters. So um, great stuff. Thank you so much, Derek, for that. Um, yeah, well, uh, let's get on to... Might put on another one then. <clears throat> um, this next one is from one of the fellow ITK scribes. 
we are scribbling hard in the draw- in the writing room. Uh, Russell Moran um, or Russ. Uh, so Russ sends some feedback in. Russ is a, a fantastic writer. Go check it out. Painted Monks Library. Uh, it, it's where we're doing an association with um, some of you may know. So we are hoping to write reviews for every single Moon Knight appearance in comics. Um, so we've undertaken that task. It's probably going to take us a fair few years. Um, but Russell is one of the writers um, and is much appreciated. Anyway, take it away. Russell, what are your thoughts on Avengers 33? Hey there, this is uh, Russell. I'm currently one of the reviewers for Paint Monk's Library doing the Moon Knight chronology. And uh, just wanted to give my thoughts on Avengers number 33. Um, First off, um, I haven't really read the, the Avengers... Um, run here by Jason Aaron since the beginning. I think I read the first two issues of his run. I liked it. I just uh, didn't continue. Um, anyway, that's not important. Uh, no, um, I thought this was uh, pretty pretty good. I'm still a little anxious to see where it goes. Um, it was phenomenal seeing uh, our boy uh, Moon Knight completely dominate Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Um, the art was really good, and uh, I don't know. Uh, pretty pretty happy with how Moon Knight is being portrayed so far, but who knows where that could go. Um I want to say, of course, everything is not quite what it seems. Uh, We'll see where it goes. Um, I'm very much looking forward to issue number 34. Thank you, and uh, praise Khonshu. Thank you so much, Russell. I love the the sign-off there. Why not? It sounds like we're starting a cult, or we're, you know, we're very much Egyptian god worshippers. But praise Conchu under Conchu's eye. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed your your comments as well. Who knows where it will go? Um, we get a sense of it. I mean, I think, and we'll get to it later because I, I did get some comments from uh, from Chad. The power of Chad. Look, I'm not going to put in some uh, post production special effects. This is a, a short, sharp reaction episode but um yeah chad makes some mention of of um the storytelling uh i'm just going to say now here as well i think what has hurt the story is that um so much of it was kind of divulged anyway in the lead up to this so we know that moon knight's going to go up against the avengers we know that um conchie wants to help out and so i think we've kind of assumed that uh, moon knight will become the savior and so having that in mind, reading this, there's nothing new because it does reveal it at the end. In that massive last page reveal, it reveals that, okay, we're going to combine all the powers of those guys and uh, and you're going to be the ultimate saviour for, for the universe. Um, I don't know. For me, I, I kind of knew that was where it was going anyway, and so I'm glad that it's only one issue spent um, telling that. Uh, but... Um, yeah, I think all the the previous promotional material uh, has kind of it kind of loses its sheen because you kind of when you read the story because you you've kind of heard it already. Um, 
All right. Well, anyway, bouncing back to our Facebook group. <clears throat> We've got a fair few here. Uh, Brian Warshaw, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Again, not editing it. Um, Brian says, and he actually was one of the first ones. He sent this before it was officially released. I don't know how you got it, Brian. He said, um, oh, my people, I just read it and I loved it. Haven't been nuts about Aaron's Avengers, but I'm on board for this event now. Anxious to see what longer-term diehards think, but this is good in my book. Uh, yeah, thank you, Brian. Kind of echoing Russ's uh, comments there about uh, Aaron's uh, Avengers run. Um, look, I, I think I've read most of it. Um, I kind of, I kind of like it. It was really for me. It was pretty flat at the beginning. Uh, I enjoyed the vampire um, component. Uh, then I've kind of dropped out with the um, with the latter one, which is the cosmic. Something to do with Captain Marvel, I think. I'm not sure. Anyway, thank you, Brian. Uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to know what um, you know. Longtime Avengers fans think of this. I'm, I'm assuming it might anger them. Um, uh, I'm just a short one here from Derek again from TV Podcast Industries. Thank you, Derek. Uh, just finished. That was a great start. Love this issue, and I'm excited for more. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. I think everyone's chomping to thirty. Everyone's now like prepped and ready to go you know we've got all the pieces in place i think we really want to see where this story takes us uh gabby again um drops in i think this is one of her earlier comments she said going in i was very cautiously optimistic my immediate thoughts are that i didn't hate it in fact there are parts i really liked about moon knight's portrayal and, and that i'm going to look forward to issue 34 with some interest yes absolutely gabby out yeah, there i am i am bursting to work. Can't we, we have to wait another month. If they delay it again, you know, faces will be torn off. Uh, that's a bit graphic. Anyway, I, I'm sure I've got the explicit um, content on this anyway. So, <laughs> um, also, uh, Rick, the Rick Ball special, he, he um, puts in two points. Number one, seeing our boy basically flex so hard on the Marvel Universe was great, especially crushing Thor with all those moons. And number two, Jason Aaron somehow put a, a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure reference in the fight between Moon Knight and Iron Fist, and it makes me love the run even more. Bring on issue 34. Thank you so much, Rick. Always be, always has got time to um, drop in a, an anime reference. I'm assuming that's what it is. Uh, I think it's one of your favorites from memory, JoJo's Bizarre Adventures, um, Rick. So, yeah, and he's got a nice little gif of the guy doing the thousand punches um so if you you've obviously you guys have read it um you know moon knight in his encounter with iron fist he pulls out the fist of conchu multiple times to beat danny rand um and then to take his um it's kind of like the shao lao flame that seems from danny rand like the power so yeah um fantastic well I might then just jump to another bit of voicemail and then i think the only other um, oh, yeah, uh, then I've got one from the Facebook page, which is The Power of Chad, and uh, I have one from Twitter. But let's hear from Phil. I'm going to call, you'll understand why, I'm going to call him Phil the Drop King Perich, or Drop King Phil, I think. Um, and anyway, I loved hearing this. Thank you, Phil. Uh, take it away with your thoughts. Hey, fellow loonies, it's me, Phil from the Capes and Lunatics podcast and the Capes and Lunatics Sidekicks podcast. I just wanted to drop in my two cents on uh, Avengers 33, The Age of Conchu Part 1. I mean, first of all, hey, how great is it to have new comics again? <laughs> They're back. 
little by little, but we're getting there. Anyway, this whole age of conchu thing. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and drop my thoughts right now. Is that all right, Ray? Sounds like a bland, Jan. Thank you, sir. And so this thing opens up with, well, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> I think the best part of this issue comes at the beginning, the fight between uh, Moon Knight and Iron Fist. Uh, sorry, Connor of uh, Sons of the Dragon podcast. Uh, but I just love all these like different uh, fighting moves Iron Fist uses and like <laughs> everything. <laughs> Moon Knight uses is either Fist of Conchu or what was the kick called? I think it was uh, the Foot of the Sphinx. Yes, or Fist of Conchu. Because uh, that's all Moon Knight needs, huh? Uh, all Moon Knight needs is two moves to take down any opponent, right, Ray? Nailed it! That's right. Um, get the whole Doctor Strange thing. Uh, Ghost Rider. Again, probably angering Brian over at uh, the Ghost Rider podcast. Man, Moon Knight's just making things awkward for the whole collective, isn't he? Uh, yeah, Black Panther thing. The Thor thing is pretty. Is pretty. I thought at first Moon Knight. I'm like, don't tell me Moon Knight's gonna lift the hammer. But um, I don't know. Doesn't it seem like a, these days, ever since the whole since Avengers Endgame that everyone can either control or pick up Mjolnir. Um, but still, I mean, pretty amusing. Uh, but my whole big thing is this. I mean, it seems like Conchu has tasked Mark with this holy mission to, I guess, gain everyone's powers to take down a big threat, which he mentions a devil. I wonder, could it be Mephisto? Because we have seen Mephisto in this series. Um... So there is Mephisto, um, or it could be Kang, I guess, from af- after that whole thing with the Moon Knight annual. Uh, but yeah, like I said, Mephisto's been showing up in the Avengers books, so and he, so it could be the literal devil. Um, I like this issue, but I'm just worried what this is going to do for Moon Knight's status quo. It's like, even if Moon Knight's being controlled or he's doing this for the best of intentions... Are the Avengers, if not more of the Marvel Universe, going to see Moon Knight as, like, an enemy now? Or even a villain? Um, because, I mean, who would undertake this stuff? Not even uh, Ray's favorite character... Batman. ...would do something like this. Um, so, yeah, I'm just worried about how, how the Marvel Universe is going to see Moon Knight after this whole storyline. Uh, but, hey, they can always clean it up in a new ongoing series. Come on, Marvel. Get on the ball. Unless they're waiting for the, uh, I mean, it's probably going to be a while for that Disney Plus series. So give us a Moon Knight book now. I'm sure everyone listening to this agrees with that. Uh, so, uh, like I said, good story. I think I'm going to give this one uh, four four out of five stolen powers. Uh, and the, again, I'm curious to see where this goes. Now it seems like. Uh, Moon Knight is uh, a heavy hitter in the Marvel Universe, a big weapon. Uh, the big bazooka. Yeah, good. Yeah. I like that analogy, right? Thank you. Um, so, yes, once again, four out of five. Can't wait to hear what Ray and everyone else thinks about this issue. Um, so, everyone, uh, 
I would say can't you watch over uh, the denizens of the night but the episode isn't over yet so um so hey uh keep it lunar catch ya Oh, Phil, oh, Phil, oh, Phil. What am I going to do with you? <laughs> that was that was the Drop King, Phil. Um, I, feel, I feel violated using my voice like that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, thank you, Phil. Uh, I, look, I'm not too worried about the status quo of um, where Moon Knight will head. I think things will simmer down. I think, as mentioned, this will just be for this run. I think everyone will get their powers back. Uh, Iron Fist, Doctor Strange... You know Thor and all that; they'll they'll all be back to their norm. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's going to be it's going to be strange to get him back to street level. So he might end up with some sort of powers, um, not as powerful as he is shown uh, in issue thirty three, but I think to some capacity. Um, but yeah, no, thank you, Phil. <laughs> Until uh, you got me to say that word, uh, we're allowed the one reference still. Um, your good old woose bane um, but uh, yeah anyway thank you for your thoughts Phil uh, always a pleasure to hear from you and uh, yeah so anyway so we'll uh, <laughs> let's head to uh, the drop king let's head to um, Chad the power of Chad this was on our Facebook page and Chad had a, a little different spin on it he goes this was one of those hype issues. The content and visuals are here to astound and hook into a what-happens-next moment. It does that very well, but it doesn't exactly have much going on in explaining the scenario. I don't think it's fair to judge this issue by its lonesome, kind of like Serpent War segments, but if I had to, I'd probably give it a 5.5 out of 10. It was pretty, the events are fun, but it is just pretty fun filler until we get greater context. And Chad, yeah, I can definitely see where you're coming from. Uh, we haven't really been given much. It is very much a setup piece. Um, but for me, it was a very fun setup piece, as you say. You know, a lot of actions, a lot of punchy, punchy, kicky, kicky. Uh, yeah, um, but we, we don't know what the. I mean, we're still. We don't know what this great threat is. Uh, as I mentioned, I reckon it's a worm. Um, I reckon the worm is the devil, um, but we'll see. Um, but no, thank you, Chad, for that as well. Uh, and, and like I said before, I think it's because we've kind of been fed this information about this first issue so much, that's how I take it, that um, it didn't seem as impactful as when I first read it. Although it was still, I mean, the art was brilliant, the action scenes were fun, I kind of knew what was going to happen. And, and as I said, I'm glad that it was just the one issue to set things up. Um, right, and then... I'm just going to jump. I'm doing this all on my phone. I'm going to jump to Twitter. Is that Twitter? Yeah, Twitter. It's called Twitter. And and it's called Tweets. That's it. Yeah, that's uh, that's how old I am. Anyway, <laughs> this is from JustZilla, uh, at Sh- uh, Sean's, Rye 2000 uh, And he says, Avengers 33 is great action-packed issue with Moon Knight being the, um, both the protagonist and an antagonist of the issue with lots of cameos from different Marvel characters and places. Plus, uh, Javier Garon's amazing art joining the team complements Jason Aaron's writing. Thank you so much, Jocilla, and a big shout-out to Jocilla. He is um, one of my, um, one of my uh, you know, leads whenever it comes, whenever it comes to, to news and stuff. So a big thank you, Sean. Um, yeah, that's great. Uh, absolutely. Javier Garon's art is beautiful. I had to tweet that to him and um, and also to let Jason Aaron know it was a great, um, 
it was a great issue. I might actually, I might when I release this episode, I might tweet um, tweet them directly to this. Hopefully, uh, Jason and Javier, you can you can have a listen um, and hear the the massive, um, really positive feedback so far for the Age of Conchu. Um, plenty of things to come. Okay, one final bit of feedback. I'm going to throw to another audio. Uh, voicemail and this one comes from Scott Scott Weatherly from 20th Century Geeks uh, he was on the on the show not long ago Scott so uh, a good friend of the show anyway I know he's a big Moon Knight fan let's hear what Scott has to say hi this is Scott from 20th Century Geek and uh, stories in out of time and space uh, my initial thoughts on Avengers 33 with Moon Knight um yeah, I'm in for this. I think the fact that uh, you know they've made Moon Knight a proper badass, taking on um, Danny Rand, the Iron Fist, and that you know taking out Thor. I mean, I'm not going to do too much spoilers, but I was really impressed. This, year. I think the art's on point. Uh, I think the balance of humour uh, and action is is pretty solid. And then the reveal at the end that um, you know Moon Knight's there to save the world. Um, was excellent. I'm really looking forward to this, how it's going to pan out and what this arc is going to be about. Quick prediction, maybe it could be that uh, Ra is going to come back in some way, um, keeping up with the Egyptian theme, I don't know. But uh, yeah, uh, first issue in, um, I'm going to be all over this, really enjoying it so far. Excellent issue. Yes, thank you, Scott, for those comments. Um, Pretty much echoed a lot of loony sentiments as well uh, interesting take there on Ra uh, you never know far out um, could well be part of it uh, my money is going to be banking on the worm it's just a little bit out there um, I reckon the worm over Mephisto um, and um, the worm causing the chaos um, hopefully as a as a follow-up to Serpent War but um, yeah it's, it's very interesting to say all on board um, yeah, can't really fault this this um, this issue for kind of getting people wondering and excited. Um, the Thor fight was amazing as well. But no, cheers, Scott. Uh, awesome stuff. Loonies as well. You know, Scott, as as he mentioned, not only twentieth century geek, but um, stories out of time and space as well. Definitely worth checking out. Okay, loonies. Well, that's about it. Um, thank you so much for your feedback. As mentioned before. Um, if there's any other feedback, we will capture it and talk about it in our official review, which um, we'll record this Saturday. So that will be released again um, in about a week's time from now. So it will be released next Thursday, um, Wednesday for Petrunis. Uh, so, yeah, so please get your feedback in. Keep on discussing it. We love to hear more about this um, event and to talk about it and also as well don't forget about episode 148 which just released as well um, which released just a few hours before this one was released um, it, it features Moon Men um, awesome David Watkins from the uh, Moon Knight Core Facebook page and we have a, a jolly old time talking about Bendis's issue 7 uh, it's well worth a listen I, I um, guarantee uh, you'll enjoy it so please give that a go as well um, and uh, yeah I, I guess I will catch you in our next episode. Um, we'll have I'll have a swag of co-hosts. I'll have Tommy, the man on the streets. That's a saxophone for him. Um, Joey, Mega Man, Ugly Arta, and uh, and 
fingers crossed we'll also have the drop king phil phil in perich um that'd be good he can answer himself what is it? he can answer for you know his cheeky cheek he's a cheeky bugger so anyway anyway hopefully we'll have phil so hopefully it'll be four of us um, we will be reviewing the hell out of Avengers 33. It should be fun. And also, we're going to drop next week um, the uh, the next instalment of The Hunt for Conchu's Golden Scepter. Uh, it has already been released for Petrunis, so I got it in in time in May. Um, it's just going to miss out the May deadline for the official release. Um, but yeah, no, just just had to take my time with some of the editing. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we'll drop that in our next show as well. Anyway, loonies, this has been short and sharp. I have loved it. I hope you have loved Avengers 33. And as always, may Conchu watch over the denizens of the night. Catch ya! Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.